Welcome to the Unschooled Podcast. I'm Holly Sequoia. I'm here to share my insights and tips, both as a mum of two boys who have never been to school and as a life coach working with unschooling parents who want to create more joy, connection and trust with their children. Okay, so welcome to episode one of Unschooled. I'm so excited to be here finally doing this. I do have a bit of a croaky throat today. I've got my lemon and ginger tea here, but I have been putting off doing this first episode for a couple of weeks, so I needed to just get it done. So yeah, a little bit about what this podcast is going to cover. I'll be sharing my insights, as I said in the intro. I am a dedicated unschooler, and I'll also be inviting guests on to talk about their own experiences. But for this first episode, it's just going to be me. And today I'm going to talk about how to handle criticism from family and friends and the general public about your decision to unschool. It's one of the most common things that unschooling parents struggle with early on. And it can even pop up when you've been doing it for a while. So I'm going to give you some tips on how you can deal with it. First, I want to tell you about something that happened to me yesterday, because it's kind of relevant. You'll see why. Uh, So a coach within the home ed community had reached out to me a few days ago and asked me if I wanted to discuss having a joint website type of thing where we offer our different services to potential clients. She does more of a kind of structured homeschooling thing. I do unschooling. So anyway, we hopped on a Zoom call today with another coach who covers a slightly different area. And we went round and we explained a little bit about what we do and who we work with. So by the way, they seemed nice enough, but immediately my intuition was like, no, the vibes are off this is not for you but I didn't feel like I could immediately be like um yeah I'm just gonna go (laughs) so I explained um that I am working on a 90-day group program for new unschooling parents to go through the de-schooling process together get equipped with all the mindset and tools that are gonna really help them transition smoothly and start building an awesome family flow that works for their unique children their unique situations and so after I said all that the woman who'd initially reached out to me and, and booked the call in and everything was like, huh, yeah, you know, I've spoken to a few people doing a similar sort of thing. There's one person, I won't say the name, but she's like, there's one person who's doing okay, but not really well. And she's like prominent in the unschooling community. So I'd just be worried that there like won't be enough people interested in that. Are you worried about that? <laughs> and yeah, awkward. By the way, this is a life coach saying this to me, a life coach, someone who I assume helps people like believe in themselves, reach goals, etc. And she's coming at me with this like negative scarcity, fear-based bullshit. She maybe felt like she meant well, that's fine. But here's the thing, and you're going to see why this relates to unschooling and how to handle criticism. I choose not to take on the opinions and advice of people who haven't even done the work themselves to develop a growth mindset, an empowering mindset, a drive to succeed in whatever they want to do. People who don't really believe in themselves and that means that they don't often believe in other people's capability to do extraordinary things. And my advice to you 
is to not take on the opinions and advice and like concerns, air quotes, from people who haven't de-schooled thoroughly. Everything they say will come from a place of a schooled mindset. They almost can't help it unless they've been through the de-schooling process. They'll say things like, you know, children need to learn at school, children need to learn in a certain way, children need this and that, and they're gonna fail in life if you don't send them to school. And yes, they may think they're coming from a place of love, they may say they're coming from a place of love, but you know, so did my mum when she used to constantly comment on my body and wait, it doesn't come from love, that does not come from love. It actually comes from the opposite of love, it comes from fear. And fear is a huge block of unconditional love. Fear is what creeps in and gives unschoolers the urge to start controlling their children's learning again and interfering with the whole process. It just it just extends the time it takes for you to trust your children and for them to trust you. And if you've done this, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. We've pretty much all been there. There's always time to build that trust back up again. But you have to do school and have a plan in place to deal with criticism if and when it comes. I can hear my kids in the background. Um, when I was looking up uh, advice on how to start a podcast and everything, it was like, you know, make sure you're in a quiet environment, be professional, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can't do that because my kids are here with their dad. And so, yeah enjoy the sound of them in the background uh okay so anyway after this kind of icky conversation that I had with this woman I said to her you know politely this isn't going to work for me she was really nice about it and I left the call and then I put on don't stop me now by queen and I danced around my room and I sang my heart out to it maybe that's why I have a sore throat a lot of like doing the stop signs with my arms and my hands. That's embodiment work for me. And I find it super powerful. I'm like, stop. And just the physicality of doing it really helps me. And I was literally like shaking the negative energy off me. I could feel the negative energy. It was being like kind of projected on me, this person's fears. And I also smoke cleansed myself. I'm like, I'm not taking any chances with this. And then I sat down and I wrote a huge ass list of all the reasons why my coaching program is the fucking best ever program for new unschooling parents. I wrote down like the evidence as to why it's hugely in demand and why people will want it from me. And this is so important for belief work. Doing all this, like looking at this evidence is adding it to this evidence bank for me. So that whenever I come across, or even if I just have some doubts that arise, or maybe it's triggered by other people, I just have this list, I have this evidence list and I can choose to believe in that instead of taking on other people's fears. So for those of you who are new to unschooling, your ability to handle criticism is highly dependent on your own confidence and your own belief in unschooling. So if you can bolster your belief, you are putting that kind of defense in place against this criticism. It's almost like making this bubble of protection around yourself, especially if you're new to it. Or, or if you have a family who, are, who really don't understand it. So I've got a couple of steps here of how you can take the action to bolster your belief. Step one is to make a list of why unschooling is the best fucking choice for your children, for your family. Dig really deep here. Find as much evidence as you can to bolster this belief. Including, you know, you can look at other people being successful you can look at grown unschoolers who had a great childhood you can listen to them talk about it 
have this list readily available for you to look at any time, like maybe on the notes on your phone, and then add to it whenever you think of another benefit or when you witness some more evidence in your children, because as you continue to unschool, you will see that evidence that unschooling is going really well for them. Step two is write out your own fears and your own doubts about unschooling. We all have them. So write them down, each one, and then reassure yourself for each of them. So go through each one and reassure yourself. Often our fears are not based on facts. So challenge your thoughts here, really reframe them. And this is such a powerful exercise because what you're doing here is you're soothing that scared part of yourself and so it means that when other people come to you with those same fears and doubts if you are able to soothe yourself then you're less likely to be triggered by other people's comments like it's not triggering that part of you that's also scared and it's probably going to make you less defensive and more kind of neutral about it which is always helpful step three if you're on social media then follow as many unschoolers as you can unschoolers not just homeschoolers but unschoolers Join unschooling groups on Facebook, but just be wary that in some of those groups, they aren't heavily moderated. So there can be a lot of non-unschooling advice in those groups. So just bear that in mind. Um, but it can be really helpful to be in those groups, in the, especially the ones where it's very unschooling based and where there is moderation to make sure that there isn't a bunch of non-unschooling advice in there. And when it comes to handling it in the moment, so when someone's actually in front of you criticizing you, then I split this into kind of three scenarios based on who it is because the approach will be different. But if it's strangers, for example, like you're out with your kids in the daytime on a school day and someone starts kind of questioning you about why your kids aren't in school or they might even start questioning the, the children, unless they seem you know, really genuinely interested and really kind of curious in a positive way, then I really wouldn't advise trying to justify unschooling to them. They almost certainly have a schooled mindset. You know, they won't have been through the de-schooling process. They've likely been to school. They may not have even heard of unschooling. So, you know, unless you have a bunch of energy, then I would suggest just, you know, smile and nod. You could say you're homeschooling, which most people have heard of, and it's a bit more accepted. And, you know, just disengage from, from that, change the subject type of thing. Then you also have family and friends. And of course, it depends on who it is, but you may want to take the time to explain your motivations for doing this and why you've made this decision to unschool. But ultimately, if they carry on, hurling criticism at you then you have every right to just say look I've made this decision you can choose to trust me or not I can't you know you can't control what people do but you can just say look I'm not going to keep discussing it with you if you don't respect my choice you can discuss it if you're respecting my decision and if you're generally genuinely curious it's also fine to have that bubble of protection right from the beginning when you're new to unschooling where you just say look I'm just not open for discussing it right now I'm not open to discussing it and it just gives you that protection when you're first starting out which is probably when you're most susceptible to having those doubts and insecurities about it and you know potentially it could cause you to backtrack when that's not really what you want 
When it comes to your spouse, if he's the one that has issues with it, then it's a bit different. And I am going to use he because it's just for ease. And let's face it, usually it's the man that has the problem with it. Uh, yes, I am generalizing. So yeah, it's probably in your interest to try and get him on the same page, right? It's going to make it easier for everyone involved. So listen to his concerns, really hear him, make him feel like you hear him. And maybe you even have some of the same fears and, and doubts and that means that you can actually talk it through together and troubleshoot together and maybe you can even let him know how you are overcoming some of those fears. And it could be a case of asking him to just go with it, just go with it, trust you for six months so it's kind of a trial basis and then you know that by that time he will start to see the positive results, he'll start to see how your children are thriving and how much they're learning through living. So all of these things hopefully are going to help you feel so much more prepared for handling criticism. I really would encourage you to take the time to write those lists out because it's going to really, really, really help you because otherwise we have this kind of underlying thoughts just running in the background that we don't always even realise are there and then people come along and you know, it triggers us. So it can be really helpful to get on top of that and get really, really, really clear in your own mind about why you're doing this. So it's also worth mentioning that it's up to you. It's your responsibility to become strong enough to withstand the criticism because unfortunately it's the world we live in and we are the ones going against the grain. We, we are taking a different route than most of society. So that means that when we're making this decision, we automatically are challenging people's world views and that does come with backlash and it's your responsibility to withstand it, basically. Okay, that's it for the first episode, short and sweet today. If you enjoyed it, I'd love it if you could leave me a review and you can follow me on Instagram, I am the unschooling coach. And I'd love for you to join me next week when I'm gonna be speaking to someone who was unschooled back when unschooling wasn't even a thing like it is today so she's got a very unique perspective and she's going to share with you how her upbringing how her being unschooled has impacted the rest of her life she's also an unschooling parent so she has some great tips for you that you won't want to miss so tune in next week until then take care of yourself and remember to live is to learn